Good morning, I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. Last week of school. And it's good to be with you this morning for the Congregation of Prayer, a guide for daily meditation and prayer around God's Word. Come to you each morning at 9 a.m. Today is Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023, and we look at the account of Pentecost and the Old Testament text for Sunday. So we're actually going to do Saturday's work uh, today, <laughs> some of it anyway, uh, which is okay. All right, so you'll be quite well prepared uh, to hear all the richness of the Pentecost uh, texts and hymns on Sunday. Of course, uh, in preaching, the, the word is proclaimed to you and for you, right? Whereas in teaching, we tend to uh, dissect and break down and and do the cross-referencing and, uh, you know, be more didactic, whereas um, the, the word for preaching is charismatic, right? So didactic is teaching, charismatic is preaching. There is a distinction not often well understood. Of course, you can combine the two. Uh, if you'd like, we could have 45-minute to an hour-long sermons, and then they, they could be quite a bit more didactic and still charismatic at the end, too. All right, well, anyway, uh, hearing no calls for such thing, uh, we'll keep the preaching to be preaching and do the teaching here and after church. All right. So let's get the devotion up on the screen. There we go. And begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. All right, memory verse, easy one. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Philippians 1, verse 21. Again, try to commit it to memory here. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Philippians 1, verse 21. Our psalm this week is Psalm 51, David's psalm of repentance, right? Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in truth in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, O God of my salvation. 
and my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. For you will not delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Do good to Zion in your good pleasure. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then will you delight in right sacrifices, in burnt offerings, and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Catechism for the week to widows. The widow, who is really in need and left all alone, puts her hope in God and continues night and day to pray and to ask God for help. But the widow who lives for pleasure is dead even while she lives. 1 Timothy 5, verses 5 through 6. And then to everyone. The commandments are summed up in this one rule. Love your neighbor as yourself. Romans 13, verse 9. I urge that requests, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for everyone. 1 Timothy 2, verse 1. All right. Sunday's uh, Old Testament text is <clears throat> the one we're going to hear right now, too, which is the account of Babel, the Tower of Babel. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech, and it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone, and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens, and let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one, and they have, they all have one language, and this is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down and there confuse their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they ceased building the city. Therefore its name is called Babel, or Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. All right, the worst kind of idolatry, well, I don't know if it's the worst, but it's certainly one of the worst kinds of idolatry is a false unity around uh, false words, right? And this happens not only to those in the church, but also, of course, amongst those um, who reject God's word and yet try to find unity by saying, same saying, the same thing. Um, there was a viral video that went around of a um, state representative from Nebraska who was chanting the same thing over and over and louder and louder um, that had to do with uh, transgenderism, but over and over. Um, and you could tell that she was caught up in the, the fervor and the emotion of the moment by saying the same thing over and over, like a mantra or a chant. Right? This is the power of repetition and the power of, of uh, even music and, and uh, really word in general. And so God recognizes this, and um, after allowing them to come together in such a way and proposing to overthrow God, not only in their heart, um, but with all their action, then God disperses them. And the whole history of not only God's people, but all people in the scripture. I mean, even the Bab- the later, the Babylonian Empire with Nebuchadnezzar. Remember the vision of um, of the statue with, um, I think, what was it, gold and then bronze, or silver, then bronze, and then 
or is it no it was gold and bronze then iron and then clay feet right and just the crumbling of empires and, and it's brought about by god um, because this is the failing of every empire or in every nation ultimately um, seems to be is that they devolve into uh, a rebellious attitude towards god the one who established them in the first place right? and become more and more openly rebellious and then god disperses them uh, and scatters them right just as he did with babel he will continue to do to all those who um, try to unify around false words to stand against god and we should take some comfort in that as christians as we see um, a kind of globalist um, mantra happening or repetition you know build back better and uh, what else is involved in that um, you know climate tylogy and all of its all of its religion you know uh, is that God will cut them down. God will destroy um, those who seek to tyrannically control. It may take some time. God, God is long-suffering. Um, and he, he's, slack, he's not slack concerning his promises. At least he's, um, he's not slack from his perspective, only from ours, right? All right. Um, and actually, the only words that can provide unity for, for people are actually to be unified around the first words, God's word, the one that the word that created them and sustains them is the only word that can actually bring true and lasting unity, right? Um, so even as we seek unity, maybe with other Christians, it can only come not through agreeing to disagree. That's that's a false kind of unity, but rather um, when we come to consensus as to what God's word says, right, and it's faithful. Consensus isn't always faithful either. <laughs> Scientific consensus is a great example of that. Well, nine out of ten doctors agree that smoking is good for you. Well, that consensus was proven false, right? All right. So consensus alone is not enough, uh, but consensus that is grounded in in a faithful uh, reading of God's word. All right. So we're going to hear the first part of the account of um, the of the Pentecost. Um, we're going to actually study the whole account in, in chapter two. Um, on Sunday, we'll only hear this first part as well. First, you know, 11 verses even, I think. Not even 12 and 13. All right. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused, because everyone heard them speak in his own language. Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not all these who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear each in his own language, in which he was in which we were born? Parthians and Medes and Elamites? those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya adjoining Cyrene, visitors uh, from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, whatever could this mean? And others mocking said, they are full of new wine. All right. So um, what brought the people to Jerusalem in the first place? That would be the, the Feast of Pentecost, also known as the Feast um, of Booths, I believe, right? Or the Feast of Weeks, even called, because it's seven weeks, correct? Yeah, Pentecost, uh, 49 days plus one. Uh, for background, Leviticus 23 is what you want to look at. 
And you shall count for yourselves from the day after the Sabbath and from the day that you brought the sheaf of the wave offering, seven Sabbaths shall be completed. Count fifty days to the day after the seventh Sabbath. Then you shall offer a new grain offering to the Lord. You shall bring from your dwellings two waves of lo- two wave loaves of two tons of an ephah. They shall be of a fine flour, and they shall be baked with leaven. They are the first fruits to the Lord. And you shall offer with the bread seven lambs of the first year, you know, yearlings, without blemish, one young bull, and two rams. Right. So this is for the whole nation. They shall be as a burnt offering to the Lord, with the grain offering and the drink offerings, an offering made by fire for a sweet aroma to the Lord. Then you shall sacrifice one kid of the goats as a sin offering, and two male lambs of the first year as a sacrifice of a peace offering. The priest shall wave them with the bread of the first fruits as a wave offering before the Lord with the two lambs. They shall be holy to the Lord for the priest. And you shall proclaim on the same day that it is a holy convocation to you. You shall do no customary work on it. It shall be a statute forever in all your dwellings throughout your generations. When you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not wholly reap the corners of your field when you reap, nor shall you gather any gleaning from your harvest. You shall leave them for the poor and the stranger. I am the Lord your God. That last verse we talked about uh, with the ladies on uh, last Sunday in catechesis, in our adult catechumenate, right? Where the, um, talking about uh, Ruth, right? And Naomi, and how Ruth was gleaning from the edges of the field, Boaz's field, right? There's, uh, there's more on this feast day in Leviticus 25, and that's uh, connected to the year of Jubilee. So there, not only do you have the, the seven Sabbaths with the, and plus one day, then you have the year of Jubilee, which is um, seven Sabbaths of years. So every 49 plus one year on the 50th year, um, you have a, a special day of atonement, which is the, the year of Jubilee atonement. Right? So every 50 years, they kind of had a great reset of debts and whatnot. Uh, there may be some wisdom in this in like, well, even if they did have a fiat currency of sorts, um, that currency would reset every 50 years. All right. Um, so that's, um, that's similar. And it's also a, a harvest festival in the same way. So 50 is a number associated then with, with liberty being set free from bondage in Egypt and with freedom from slavery as, as well as a release from, um, sla- debt slavery. Uh, Pentecost, of course, is just the English transliteration of, of what the Greek translates as 50. All right. Um, by the way, this, this feast was marked to celebrate the, f- um, the children of Israel being set free, um, in the Exodus from Egypt. All right. And first one, it says, they were all of one accord in one place. Who are they? You have to think back to last uh, Friday in our reading with Matthias being chosen, um, come alongside the 11, right? So it would be the apostles. And there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind. So was it an actual wind? No, it just had the sound of a wind, right? And why was it a sound? Sound is connected to words. Right, and we're going to have that with the preaching of the gospel, the great wind that cannot be seen, but is heard. Yeah. Of course, um, whenever we hear wind, uh, we also think of breath, right, and the breathing of God upon the slain. Maybe Ezekiel thirty-seven, or even more so back Genesis chapter um, two, right, when He breathes on Adam, on the on the man that He had formed, right, and breathes the breath of life into him. Of course, it's a mighty wind or violent wind, if you like, right. We don't think of the gospel as violent, but it is, not in a destructive way, but in a uh, way of startling us uh, into faith, if you like. 
the power of God, it's often described of, um, to salvation, the dunamis, right, like dynamite. And of course, then you have life and power, the Spirit bringing to life those who believe um, his words, but of course, death also to those who do not believe. The sound, it says, came from heaven, but it filled the whole house where they were sitting, all right? And when we hear of house, especially in uh, the Acts of um, Jesus amongst the apostles here in this book, a house is always a picture of the church, all right? So we have the, the church is filled with the Spirit of the Father. What appeared uh, upon their heads, or even out of their mouth, if you like, but it does say one sat on each of them, a tongue as of fire, right? Real fire or as a fire? <laughs> Appearance of fire, right? Of course, the tongue, and that we should make this connection, is essential for speaking and especially for their work that they're going to be given, the proclamation of the gospel and the fire. This fire does not burn them, but rather um, will do some of its other work, right? To bring life, to purify, not to destroy. There's other symbolic um, connections with fire, of course. Um, you might think of um, the purifying fire, right, that burns off the dross, uh, the, the fire of God's judgment that's brought down upon Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, you have fire that actually brings to light, so it enlightens, right? And you also have the fire that warms. Um, so we heard yesterday about being cold. Some have grown cold, right? But the Holy Spirit warms, that is, brings to faith, right? And again, that fire comes to rest on each one of them, that is, again, on the apostles, setting them apart for this work, filling them, of course, the Holy Spirit filling them, as it says, um, and then giving them the gift to speak in other actual languages, right? That's what this means. To speak in other tongues is to speak in um, the other languages, but actual languages, right? Now, on this, at the same time, at the same time, they're going to speak with one voice, but in other tongues. So the voice that they will speak is the gospel. They will all speak that same message, but yet in other languages. All right, and then we have all sorts of people there, devout men or God-fearers, if you like, right? Um, these are Gentiles. They're all Gentiles, but ones that are converted to Judaism, Messianic Judaism, looking forward to the Messiah, just like the, the apostles, right? And these, um, when they hear the sound, right, they come together and then they're confused because they hear all the various languages, including those that they, the one that they know or the, the multiple that they know, probably. Of course, this is the opposite of what we saw in the Babel account, right? Where they had one language, but then are given to speak in multiple languages, right? And that was the, it was the sin of man that separated them into nations and languages um, by God's doing, by God's doing, right? He's the one that confused them. Here at the Christian Pentecost, right? Um, all people are united and all nations receive a common language, again, which is the gospel of forgiveness of sins through the blood of Christ. But of course, in their vernacular, in their own native tongue. All right. <clears throat> they have all the people there. Um, Twelve. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what could this mean? What is this? Vas is das. <laughs> right? Like the catechism. Um, what is this peculiar, bizarre, even... Um, odd preaching all about right and so peculiar bizarre and odd is it that that other people think that the disciples are drunk not drunk in order to speak in other languages but although that may have been true i like to joke about that drunk people don't end up speaking in other languages unless they already know it um but that the message they were preaching is so outrageous um robert capon or capon 
and now deceased, but uh, has an excellent book on the on the uh, parables. I don't always agree with his assessment, but I love the way he communicates. Uh, some other amazing books too. We've read quite a bit on uh, the Banned Books podcast. Uh, but Father Capon said um, um, he calls this the uh, the hundred and the hundred proof no two hundred proof gospel, the two hundred proof gospel, right? That it that it immediately intoxicates, which is a beautiful picture, isn't it? That the preaching of forgiveness of sins by grace alone, without works, uh, was unlike anything they had ever heard preached before, right? And this experience will persist through all of the Acts of the Apostles. Everybody who encounters the, the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ think that the disciples are off their rocker. <laughs> they're they've gone, they've lost their mind um, because it's it's contrary to every natural religion of man, regardless of whether uh, Jew or Gentile, pagan or otherwise. The idea that that God would save and unilaterally, um, without our works, without our cooperation, without even our um, working faith from our own resources, but rather He gives everything, including the faith needed to believe it. That's uh, that's well, it's insanity, <laughs> but it's good. All right. God appointed this festival from the beginning to indicate that the greatest liberty comes when the Spirit of God works faith in Christ. There was the sound of a great wind because the Spirit blows around the world in the preaching of the Word. This sound fills Christ's church on earth and the news of the perfect liberty in the forgiveness of sins. This Word of God is the fire that purifies us and destroys the old Adam. Through this fire, the Spirit brings light to our sin-darkened world. This is not the gospel of a babbled confusion, but a gospel that speaks clearly in the intelligible languages of the people of the world. There were no interpreters of tongues. The disciples were speaking in intelligible languages uh, for all those who were gathered. All this is to declare to the nations of the earth the wonderful works of God for us in Christ. Indeed, these works of Christ are the new wine that brings joy to the hearts um, burdened under the yoke of sin's slavery. It sets them free. Lovely. Love the Pentecost. What a beautiful day. All right. See the Lord ascends in triumph. Victory. He who on the 
suffer. He who from the grave arose, he has vanquished sin and Satan. He by death has crushed his foes. While he lifts his hands in blessing, he is parted from his friends. While there he Upon the clouds ascends He who walked with God And pleased him Preaching truth and doom to come He how are he not is Translated to his everlasting home Now our heavenly now is come to Canaan, and the kings before him quail. Now he plants the tribes of Israel in their promised resting place. Great Elijah offers double portion of his grace. has raised our human nature on our clouds to God's right hand. There we sit in heavenly places, there with Him in glory stand. Jesus reigns adored by angels with God is on the throne. By our Let us pray. O King of glory, Lord of hosts, uplifted in triumph far above all heavens, leave us not without consolation, but send us the Spirit of truth whom you promised from the Father. For you live and reign with him in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Heavenly Father, comfort all widowers who have lost their wives and are left without a spouse to love. Deliver them from self-centeredness and despair. Give them the strength to flee from fornication and every form of sexual immorality. Fill the void in their lives with the gospel of your Son and the study of your word. Teach them to pray to you for help to live in their calling, to serve their neighbors in love, and to commend their future to your gracious will. Grant them your grace to remain single, or provide them with a faithful Christian wife. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We pray this day for deliverance against temptation and evil, for the addicted and despairing, for the tortured and oppressed, and for those struggling with sin. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy. We pray today in Thanksgiving with Malia, who celebrates her birthday. We pray for the households of our church this week, especially with Matt and Allie, Dan, Kevin and Kim, Gary and Julie, Kevin and Mandy and Doug. Pray in Thanksgiving for the gift of teaching service for Mrs. Polster and for the preservation of our faith. Pray for our catechumens, Christian, Wyatt, Aaliyah, Lydia, Charlie, Kaylee and Kimberly, Allie, Dasha and Teresa. Pray for those ill receiving treatment or recovering especially Dale and Pam, Joe, 
Kelsey, Marion, Christopher, Marcy, Brad, Gus and Eileen, Ron, Doug, O'Shea, Pat, Wade, Wendell, and Arlene. Pray for our homebound, Marcella, Walt, Dan, Paul, Dolores, Merlin, and Pauline. We pray for the missions and mercy work of the church, especially that of Lutherans for Life. We pray in intercession for the preservation and increase of hope and for our government and all those in authority that they would serve with integrity and according to God's uh, holy will expressed in his word. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Good. So that's our congregation of prayer for today, uh, Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. I didn't tell you before I started, but I'll tell you now that uh, I pre-recorded this because um, we're actually um, doing a telemedicine consult this morning for Naomi, uh, potentially, uh, well, hopefully, to have surgery done um, to remove the growth she has in her pancreas, right, which we discovered um, during uh, just routine scans, all right, so um, pray that that goes well, and the doctor um, provides um, some confidence to us that uh, they can perform the surgery with skill and uh, without complication, all right, that's what we're looking for, we'll find out if that's true. All right. Uh, Anything else? I don't think so. So God be with you all and keep you safe. We'll see you again in the morning. We thank you for listening to this podcast from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church Sermon Center in Random Lake, Wisconsin. If this podcast is of benefit to you, please consider supporting the work of St. John by visiting stjohnrandomlake.org that's stjohnrandomlake.org slash support and give today.